I know I've talked a lot about gaming lately, and that's not entirely what I want to talk about on this podcast. However, it's what's been going on a lot lately, and it's what I've been devoting a lot of my time to, so I'm going to keep talking about it. Today I want to talk about what's next in video games. Um, right now, I think everyone's kind of recovering from the whole Battlefront 2 loot crate pay-to-win issue, and um, I'm sort of starting to look ahead and trying to think what is next with video games. Right now, what seems to be the big theme is the Battle Royale-style game, the PUBG, H1Z1, Fortnite-style games. And I'm just curious if any one of those is actually going to come out and dominate and be like, hey, we're the game to stay. Because it started out, everyone a couple years ago was on DayZ, and then DayZ moved to H1Z1, and then eventually it turned into the Battle Royale-style game, and everyone was on H1, and then Pub came out, and then Fortnite. And I just want to know, A, if that style of game is even going to stay around, and B, if there's going to be one dominant game that everyone will play, or if it's going to just keep creating multiple copies of basically the same game. I also want to know what's going to be next for first-person shooters because they somewhat took a hit with this Battlefront 2 stuff, but I feel like first-person shooters have been trending downward for a long time. I just feel like people don't get the same excitement out of them and like they used to, and I, I, I'm not entirely sure what's to that. It could be gameplay, it could be just people are getting older and aren't playing anymore. That, that to me, is, I think, a big factor in it is that we're kind of in a generational switch of the video game guard right now. You know, primarily people who play video games are younger, and a lot of us who are older are starting to kind of grow out of it and not play as much or not even play at all. And I've dealt with this issue before myself. Sometimes I turn on my Xbox and just none of the games interest me that I have on there and that I want to play, and I... I've stopped playing video games definitely as much as I used to. I just want to know if FPSs can come back to what they were back when Modern Warfare 2 was dominating and the Halo series was good and everyone was just on there playing and just bad-mouthing each other and their mothers over the mics on Xbox because those are the days that I miss. Those were really fun. I don't know if we can ever get back to that. It doesn't seem like anyone ever even talks in games anymore anyways, so I don't know. I just think FPSs have been dying for a while. Their gameplays just have become repetitive and for the most part have gotten worse, specifically speaking with the Call of Duty franchise, but also I'm not a fan of what the Halo franchise has turned into ever since Halo 3. Halo 3 was good, and then Reach came out, and I was like, eh. and then 4 came out, and I was like, oh, this seems like COD, and then Halo, ugh, don't even get me started on Halo 5, I hated that game. Oh, God. I also want to know if crates are going to start to become abandoned within games, because everyone's seen the backlash to Battlefront 2, which is understandable, pay to win, yada, yada, yada. Now, if crates are strictly customization items, are people going to be okay with it? Because right now you've got Battlefield 1 has battle packs. 
Call of Duty's got their whatever you get in your crates. I don't know. I haven't played this year's Call of Duty, but in the past it's been weapon variants and skins and outfits for people and poses and things like that. I want to know if if companies will stick with these. I, I can see them sticking with them, but I can also see them regressing and not using them as much and maybe moving towards just a challenge-based system where you complete a challenge to get what you want, like how it used to be. Remember all the titles and emblems we used to get on Modern Warfare 2? You wanted the spinning nuke sign? Well, you had to get, what was it, 10 nukes or was it 25? It wasn't one of the two. I think it was 10. You know, actually work towards something. I hope, this is my hope, that DLCs die soon. Because I never really realized it in the past because the only DLCs I ever bought were for Call of Duty and enough people bought those DLCs to where you didn't really notice that it was splitting up a fan base until you went back and tried to play the game when it wasn't the Call of Duty that was in and you realized, wow, I have to delete or turn off all these DLCs to even be able to find a match. I hope DLCs die soon. I hope companies realize that it's just kind of scummy to make a person spend $60 on a game and then have to pay up to, depending on DLCs, another 60 or if you buy a season past 50 just to get other maps and weapons and things that are added within a game. I'm hoping that because of the, I think this will all become, come from the Battlefront 2 crisis saga drama um you know they were planning on doing free dlcs and paying you know sort of supplementing that with the the crates and that was how they were going to generate their income and i understand that i think that's better than a season pass what i hope comes from this is that developers will be more cautious with what they do with their games i hope they go through more testing and i hope they just push dates back I would much rather a company wait a, another year and include whatever's going to be in all four of those DLC packs and then release the game instead of releasing the game and then making me spend more to get all this other content that should be included in the game. This has been an issue that's been going on for years and I don't know, I feel like we've just let video game companies get away with it for so many years, and I think it's time that we finally just stop letting them do it. I think the prime perfect example that every big company should follow in the industry is Grand Theft Auto. Rockstar. Look at them. I mean, GTA V came out in, what, 2013, 2012? I, I don't even know. It's been out for so long. And there was such a, there was a big time period between GTA 4 and 5 because they sat there, they actually, they, I mean, they've always been known for story, but they, they sat there, they made a good story, and then they made a multiplayer that was something that you could come back to and keep playing, along with adding content to it for free, mind you, throughout after the game's release. And the only microtransactions within the game were buying cash for your in-game character for multiplayer i think that's a beautiful system i just think it is i mean apart from you know i mean i would love to see microtransactions just be completely out of video games entirely but at this point i don't know if that's even possible to happen and theirs is very small and very limited in what they have i think 
that just, you know, releasing a, a full game from launch. When you say it's launched, and it is just that that is the game in itself, and the, the core game is out. Anything else that is added in is just modes, game different game modes, different cars, different weapons. But that we all have an opportunity to get without having to spend any actual money, that's brilliant. I I wish more companies would be like Rockstar and make games like GTA because GTA 5 is still well and alive. It's t- 2017. That game came out in 2012, 2000, I don't remember when it came out, but it's been out for a long time. And it's still alive. It's still kicking. And I think developers now need to look... I think they need to look at that and say... Hey, if we want a successful game that's going to sell... I mean, GTA Five is like... I, lo- I was looking at the list just before I did this. I think it's the third most selling game of all time behind Minecraft and Tetris. I mean, like... T- Tetris... It's behind two games with bucks. But, like... I mean, that has nothing to do with it, but... You know, Tetris is a very simple game, but... It's, oh, God, who loves, everyone loves Tetris. And then Minecraft... That's Minecraft in the way is is very similar to how GTA has done it. You you buy your game and then you get any update that comes after that. You don't have to pay anything else. Now, mind you, the price for that game has also gone up, but it's also not a full sixty dollar game. So why can't more companies do this? I think it would kickstart the video the video game comeback. I don't know about comeback, but it you know everyone still plays video games, but it would. It would make, it would increase the longevity of games, and it would just overall make a better game that I think more people would enjoy, and I think it would bring more of us together, all just to game, like we've always wanted to do. That about wraps it up for me this week, guys. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Josh's Random P. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Josh's Random Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Josh's Random Podcast. Just search it and it'll show up. Uh, SoundCloud, if you want to listen to it there instead of through podcasts, on I, be my guest. I think it's also Josh's Random Podcast there. And that about does it for me. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to my random podcast.